is up, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Muha's Moneyline, presented by Local 219. Good to be back on the airwaves yet again this week. Coming off of a hell of a week last week, um, we went 4-1 and one overall with the only bet not hidden was a golf bet. Um, just because Morikawa on Saturday played really well, um, Rahm also played well. But overall, extremely happy with a 4-1 and one week. That is an absolute dub. Definitely got some winnings from that. And uh, hopefully going to be carrying over that same momentum here um, into week 18, I believe, for Muha's money line. Um, we are now officially at the end of the NBA season with the Warriors taking home the NBA championship. Um, on Friday, I think that um, last finals game was, which was game six, was able to double up on the Warriors who were underdogs that game. So we had Warriors money line plus 150 that hit, but then we also had the futures bet um, that we put in place for the Warriors to win the finals. So that was really nice being able to double up on that. However, really sad to see the NBA season go. That's normally my best sport that I bet in throughout the year. So I'm going to have to wait until October, November before the NBA season returns. So now we're pretty much got a couple games left for the Stanley Cup Finals, and now we're going to be in the dog days of summer with just baseball. I have been doing pretty good in baseball, so hopefully that trend continues. Um, and going forward, that's pretty much all we're going to have to bet for for July, August, until we get to September um, with the NFL season. So it's going to be a couple of um, tough months here with just strictly baseball, but we're going to power through and uh, kind of embrace this and just kind of put our best foot forward. With that being said, some of the action for tonight that I like, I am going to start off the night with a White Sox money line bet at minus 155. They are playing the Orioles, who are 32 and 39, I believe. So the Orioles, from their um, history the last seven to eight years, have been really struggling. I think this is the quickest they've gotten to 32 wins in the last eight to ten years or something crazy like that. So they are not a team that's just a pushover anymore. However, the White Sox have been playing pretty well. Um, they have been hitting the ball pretty well as um, well. And going into this matchup, the Orioles are 13-22 on the road, so they don't have the best home or away record. Um, one thing that really did catch my eye about the White Sox, they are batting 319 as a team in the last 10 games. They have been swinging the bat pretty well, been putting up a lot of runs. And overall, I just kind of like them at home, especially at a bounce back, a bounce back game against um, where they lost against the Blue Jays their last game. So first bet of the night, going to be taking White Sox minus one or White Sox minus one fifty five for the money line. Um, also, another game that I like for tonight for baseball, I'm going to ride the Padres, who have been playing pretty well. Um, they are minus one seventy against the Phillies, who just came off the loss. Um, the other night, so the Padres are at home. They're seven and three in their last ten games, and they have also outscored their opponents in their last ten games by twenty four runs. So they've really just been putting up a lot of runs on the board, keeping their ERAs low. They've had Clevenger come back, who's been playing pretty well. Um, Chamania, he's been pitching pretty well. So overall, Padres have a lot working for them. Manny Machado's been excellent this year. I'm not sure exactly when Tatis is coming back, but once they get Tatis back, the Padres are going to be a pretty dangerous team. So, again, 
Um, Padres money line tonight, minus 170. And that really concludes the um, betting for tonight. A lot of my action is going to be Friday base. Um, I have a little bit of some baseball sprinkled in, two more baseball plays, and then I got a hockey play. Um, so Friday, I have Mets, who are underdogs against the Marlins, who are at home. Um, Mets are plus 100. Um, underdogs, money line, I just kind of like the value there. Mets have been one of the best teams in the National League. I've had some pretty good luck betting with the Nets, or Mets, I should say. Um, and they have... Walker, who's on the mound, he has a 5-2. He's 5-2 with a 2.88 ERA, so he's been pretty good. Um, a lot of these guys that aren't really the main rotation guys for the Mets with Scherzer and DeGrom being out have really stepped up in those guys' absence. So I've been pretty impressed with the starting pitchers who have really just stepped up with these guys going down, have played really well along with the Mets' bats, and overall I just kind of like them with the – value at as an underdog against the Marlins, who can be a little bit streaky. Um, following that up, I do like the Cardinals, um, who are minus 155 money line. I believe they play the Cubs. Let me just pull that up real quick just to make sure um, I'm giving you guys the right information here in regards to that game. And let's see, ESPN is acting a little weird. This is good radio here. Yep, so they are playing the Cubs. Um, the Cubs are 26 and 44 with the Cardinals 40 and 31. So St. Louis is going to be at home right now. They have the money line at minus 155 for the Cardinals. They have Palante on the mound. Who's two and two this year with a 1.69 ERA and he's got 42.2 innings pitch. So he's definitely, um, doesn't have a ton of innings compared to most guys at this point in the season. However, he's has pitched pretty well. Um, with his innings and ERA. So I just really like the Cardinals here. They play pretty well at home. Cubs are really streaky. They'll go three games where they play really well, and then they'll have three to six games where they just play really poor. I just don't think the Cubs have the offensive firepower to be able to compete with the Cardinals, especially with them being at home. So lock in that Cardinals minus 155 on the money line. Then the last play that I have is actually going to be, hopefully be the last hockey play. Um, I do feel like the Avs are going to close this out, but they are minus 185 um, for money line um, odds. So I just don't like the value there. I don't see a situation where the Lightning win by two goals or um, lose by less than two goals. However, that works with the plus 1.5 for them. I just don't like that. I think this is going to be a one-goal game. Um, so with that being said, I'm going to be taking the Lightning and Avs over six at minus 105. There's only been one game this so far this series that's been under six goals, and that was game four where there was five goals. Um, game one had seven goals. Game two had seven goals. Game three had eight goals, and then game four had five goals. So overall, this has been a high-scoring series. A lot of goals have been scored. I think this is going to be a 4-3, 5-4 um, type of game. So I really think there's going to be a lot of goals scored here. Avs are at home. They're going to want to close the series. And I just think there's going to be a lot of pucks in the net in this one. Um, Avs are are averaging four and a half goals the last 10 games. And then the Lightning are averaging 2.7 goals their last 10 games. So we're right at that um, 7.2 goal average for both of these teams. So I just really like both of them to be able to put up the goals. And with that, that's all I have for this week. Hopefully I have another strong week going 4-1. 5-0 would even be really nice. 
Um, Hopefully you guys are liking the podcast. Appreciate everyone listening in, and I hope everyone has a great week. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm.